Section 15 of The Judgment of Valhalla by Gilbert Franca. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo. One of them. One. Being in some respects a sequel to one of us, wherein the bard, released from war's confusions, preludes with egotistical allusions. Six years ago, or is it six and twenty, how vast the gulf from those ecstatic days, when the whole earth snored on in slothful plenty, though poets cashed small pittance for their lays, when war appeared less real than G. A. Henty, and Oxo's snaky signs were yet ablaze, when all seemed peaceful as the press of Cadbury, and no one dreamed of bombs or bet a Bradbury. Or ever stern Mars had roped us in his tether, our British guns had thundered at Le Cateau. We fitted out, my muse and I together, and launched adown the galley slips of Chateau, a bark of verse, full-rigged for halcyon weather, which many a critic judged to take the gateau, though some there were high pundits of disparity, who wept at our unscholarly vulgarity. We have sailed far since then, crossed our horizon, published our loves in travels in a novel, a tale, men say, the Peckham's flapper cries on, so that both Boots and Smiths before us grovel. An eaten ration bully beef with flies on, and sheltered gratefully in many a hovel. What time we sang of guns and gore and trenches, instead of oysters, tango teas, and wenches. For times have changed since we wrote one of us, et no mutamus, more or less, in ilis. Muse finds herself in urbe, somewhat bruce, and I, if I disport with amaryllis, where once my motor flashed, prefer a bus, and shuddering note how vast the supper bill is, and signing sigh in secret for the calm, chaste, cheap seclusion of my Chiltern farm. Yes, Muse and I are tired and super serious. Her damask cheek is lined a bit and wrinkled. We are grown old, and London's late nights weary us while the gold wine that erst in ice pale tinkled, her doctor finds extremely deleterious. And mine forbids me red lips, passion crinkled. So now we cultivate domestic habits amongst our pigs, our poultry, and our rabbits. Yet sometimes, as we trench our stubborn soil, or feed our sows, or strow the peat-moss litter, or set the morrow's chicken mash to boil, 
or wander out where our young turkeys twitter or read by mellow candlelight since oil is dear and scarce or talk a little bitter because we find that food control committees are all composed of men brought up in cities sometimes in this five-acre paradise whither my nerve-racked spirit fled the battle deferring to sound harley street advice a silver badge its only martial chattel i hear a voice loud as the market price that butchers bid for ronda's missing cattle voice of my muse still vibrant with old passion telling how poetry is now the fashion look you she cries the wheels are turning turning though pegasus long since wore out his pinions somehow his shod hooves keep the bread mills churning shrill night and day sing marsh georgian minions each sinking sun set some new noyes a-burning each rising moon reveals fresh hordes of binions who batten fat on unsuspecting editors and unlike you contrive to pay their creditors poet forsooth you agricultural brute have you no soul above the weight of porkers was it for this i hearkened to your suit gave you my meters and my rhymes some corkers up gilbert rummage out your rusty lute polish it blacker than your black minorcas and let its notes once more in refluent stanzas dower the income tax with glad bonanzas so she and since i loathe to disappoint the least illusion of the equal sex let byron's oil once more these locks anoint once more let honor meet these cocks drawn checks though well i know that time's a spare of joint and satire's song less like to please than vex now small beer smallwood raids and strikes and rations have near eclipsed the gaiety of nations still let me sing yet not as i once sung love fear and death chastened sobered saddened one who knew life's full burden time too young whom never youth's unhampered freedom gladdened but only envy and ambition stung and fickle passions in love's semblance maddened so that he needs must tumble now poor clown on this pindaric stage for half a crown yet one who spite a past that shocks saint tony and paid recording angels overtime still holds his own at sonnet or canzoni as some shall know who follow this my rhyme some few for gladly would i lay a pony or larger sum 
against a ten-cent dime, that most of those who read this metered tractal not know a spondy from a pterodactyl. End of poem.